You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Welcome to Locked On Bulldogs here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This podcast is for fans by fans. You're going to find that out through the entirety of this podcast. If you're new to us, if you're uh, ride or die with us, glad you are here. Hit that subscribe button. Follow us over on Twitter. Um, you can see that right below us. Dogs Podcast mm. is there that is. little handle right there. Interact with there uh, with us there. As well as get on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review helps other people. Uh, Daniel and I are back in, I want to say, uh, 75% full. Yeah. 75? Okay. I'd be willing um, to give you 75%. Thank you. And just like spinning the wheel of targeting or spinning the wheel of Transfer Portal, we spun mm-hmm. the wheel if there's going to be a podcast tomorrow and it came up, there is going to be one. We're here. I would I was wondering if you were going to say that was positive or negative. Like it came up uh, podcast. It came up podcast. So <laughs> That's right. That's right. Whether that's a good thing for you or a bad thing for you, we will just let you determine that. But we're here. As Clint said, for fans, by fans. Um, uh, it's it's the quote-unquote offseason for the University of Georgia. Um, but um, there's no offseason when you're the national champions. There's no there's zero. There, you don't sleep. When you're the national champions, zero chill. Um, heavy's the head uh, that wears the crown, and that is that's our head. That's our it's nice. our Ooh. collective fan base. Uh, we are we are on top of college football, and um, mm. as such, there's always going to be storylines. Yesterday, we talked about some huge players on the defensive side of the ball. Of course, Georgia's losing a ton on that side of the ball. Talked about some huge players coming back. Today we flip around to the offensive side of the ball, and dare I say, Clint, it's almost the opposite story because while Georgia is keeping a ton on offense, right? Like the vast majority of the offense is coming back for another run in Athens. The big storyline is who's not coming back. That's exactly right. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that, uh, the offense at length today, and we'll talk about all those things. But, um, I guess we, we start with the quarterback situation. Uh, you have to Daniel, because everybody's talking about it. We got to talk about the mailman has come, has decided to come back, run it back again, much Mm -hmm. consternation. There was not a lot of word out if he was coming back or not. Caleb Williams is in the portal, Georgia and USC has been, uh, talked about quite a bit by the way it's usc everybody it's usc his old coach is there it's the west coast okay it's, it's pack 12 okay it's easy football mm-hmm. let's just let's just do the thing that we do best and just set out the expectation for that okay there's the bar are y'all happy yeah okay uh, so our expectation should be that Kirby's not going to pursue big time quarterbacks in the portal. Clint, is that I'm, what you're saying? Our expectations should be. I don't know what to do with my Daniel. This is a national championship. We're on top of college football. Is this? I don't know how to act. I'm. I'm. I'm no, regressing back to, no, to what you we were before. Listen, I don't know. We how don't. To act. 
We don't know who's coming in. We're going to talk no. about the names that we do know. JT Daniels is on the way out. He go. And Stetson Bennett, uh, moments later, announced that he would be returning. <clears throat> um, let me start here. If you're if you're up in arms about this, first of all, about a um, national championship winning quarterback coming back to play for your team the following season, if that's what you mean by up in arms, Daniel, is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. Don't don't be. I'll just say I'll just say it like that. Don't don't be. Don't be that, up in arms. That seems too simple. That <laughs> no, seems too simple. No. What you could do is you could just the thing that you're doing, you could okay. just stop it. Oh, just I try to use this logic with my kids all the time. Just the thing that you're doing that you uh-huh. should not be doing, that you don't that you know you don't want to be doing, that's not good to be doing, that everyone's telling you is wrong to be doing, just what if you just stop doing that thing? But so they, that, I, that would be some advice. Sometimes I do the thing I don't want to do and I don't do the thing that I want to do. It's a very mm-hmm. it's a very complicated system up in here. It's not that complicated though if you were to just stop. Oh. Oh. You were just stop. Okay. Let me and then let me follow up with this. And we're gonna talk about the ins and outs, what what George is getting, what George is losing, all that. We'll probably do that in the next segment. But let me let me follow up with this and say, what did you expect to happen? I'm looking at you, John Tweet Sports. I'm looking at you all like all these yo, a lot of narratives were trying to be pitched at me about like what was going to happen, but like what did you think was going to happen? Did you think JT Daniels was going to come back after being I, healthy for the last eight weeks and riding the pine? Look, like, look, JT Daniels, we knew was gone. Okay, that one yeah. was not a question in my mind at all. Did Stetson you think back- that Stetson Bennett was going to transfer when he's the most experienced quarterback in the room. He just led his team to a national championship and there's a roster spot available to him at his dream school, the university of Georgia. I'm just, I'm just telling you this right now. Look, this is what I love about Kirby and him coming back. JT leaving Stets coming back tells me this. And it tells me the thing that's always been Kirby's MO. And he said this since day one and he said it all along the way. And if you think Kirby's changing, you're stupid. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. You're foolish on this. He said competition is key. And every single time when he says, hey, he's going to start, he's going, what? Whoever practices well. We saw that with Stets and JT. It was clear Stets gave us the best opportunity. Him coming back, I didn't think he was because, now this guy's a true competitor. I'll say that. Okay, so he's known the whole year. You got to win the spot. All right? And he's he's gone and done that. He's coming back with five-star quarterbacks right there. Just you you throw a rock and you you hit a five-star quarterback. They're going to be competing. If I was to give, you know, a betting line right now, I'm putting betting line on somebody else starting week one rather than Stet. That's my bet right now. It is. It's my bet right now. He's a national championship. I don't know what to do with his hands. He doesn't. No, I'm serious about this. I my bet is on somebody else not named Stetson starting the year because if you're telling me there's a open competition, which Kirby has said there always is, and and that's true yep. to form, and there will be, okay? there and absolutely th- yes, will be, there will be. My money is on somebody overtaking Stet with just the talent wise. Now the thing that's going to drop him back is the is the comfortability with the playbook and and guys rallying around and all that stuff. I'm, I was surprised he was coming back because I think he could have sailed off into the sunset being absolutely like just go out on apex, go out on top. 
Uh, he decided to come back. I'm glad he's here. Now, with that, I'm glad he's here. Don't, dog, dog Nation, don't get mad at me for saying mm-hmm. that. I'm glad he's here. I'm thrilled he's here. And if he wins the starting quarterback position, do you know who's going to say, well, we should have started Carson Beck. We should have started Bro- – not me. Why? No. Because he won the job. That's what it means. That's right. That's right. Absolutely, Clint. Uh, and we're going to come back to that. We're going to we're going to jump off of that that last point uh, in the second segment. Uh, first, Clint is going to tell you about the fine folks over at Netsuite. Netsuite, this is it—the putt to sink to win the championship. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility. Because you're still relying on spreadsheets, outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is number one cloud financial system to power your growth, visibility, and control over all your finances, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in the one place. It's just the one place. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a package deal, y'all. One-stop shop. Um, it's th- Thank you. Uh, with Netsuite, you can automate your processes, close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. I like that, um, being ahead of your competition. Mm-hmm. Like what if your competition had 18? Uh-huh. Okay. But, and, but then what happened? And you had 33. Well, that, that would be, be we are that ahead. Would put you ahead. That would put That's you ahead. Right. Yeah. Uh, 93 of survey businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to Netsuite. Right now, 28,000 businesses already use Netsuite for the new year. Netsuite has a new financing pr- uh, program. For those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked, head to netsuite.com slash locked for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses, netsuite.com slash locked. All right, Clint. Um, you hit you hit on it, and that's kind of what uh, we'll leave it with the quarterbacks. I'm not sure. I, I would definitely put Stetson as the, as the leader in the clubhouse to start the season next year, but we shall see. I do think it is it is not his job. And if you think that Kirby's there just going to give him the job again, you're you're fooling yourself. And here's what we've said: um, the fake punt, fourth and eleven, that's that doesn't exist anymore, y'all. Not the, here. the The questions about Justin Fields, who never won a national championship in his college career, versus Jake Fromm, who also never won a national championship in his college career. Uh, those questions don't exist anymore. No. Kirby picked a guy, and that guy won the national championship last year. Okay? Kirby can be trusted to pick the next guy. Pick whoever and, you want. And it won't necessarily be the same because the team this year won't be the same as it was next year. And Kirby was very clear about that in some of his comments that he made after the national championship game. <laughs> Defense is going to be different. The offense is going to be different. We don't know. Maybe the system is going to be different. I think whether or not Todd Munkin comes back has a huge impact on who the starting quarterback is next year. Mm-hmm. These are questions that we've yet to be answered because the Raiders haven't hired a coach yet. And neither have any of the other 42 teams in the NFL that are actively seeking head coach. I just saw, I just saw so, Cliff Kingsbury is, is being talked about being fired. And what a disappointment he is as the Arizona Cardinals just went to the playoffs with him. And I'm, like, I'm sitting there like, yeah, if you're an NFL coach, just tease and peace to you. Like, I don't know what you yeah. got to do to keep a job. It's, 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 it's not ideal. Um, uh, okay. Let's, let's talk about that. Well, no. You know what, Clint? You brought it up, and so shame on you. We're going to talk about Jermaine Burton. Um, but before we do that, you bring up coaches keeping jobs. 
could I just take a moment for us? Mm. Just right here, mm. we're at the twelve minute mark of the podcast. Okay, okay. I'm gonna mark it. I'm gonna little little timestamp. Right. Yeah, little timestamp. Tom Green has to be fired. Guys, oh no! Just Tom. Okay, Thomas this is the Green. basketball segment of this, and yes, I don't know his middle name, but let's Thomas Thomas Green Fleming Green the fourth must be fired as the head Fleming. basketball coach of the University of Georgia. It's an we we're an embarrassment. Now listen, it's not because you got blown out by the number two team in the country, Auburn, last night. Sure. Okay, that has nothing to do with why you have to fire this man. Why you have to fire this man is not because Auburn blew you out. It's because of who Auburn is. There we go. And who you are. Do you understand that we're talking about Auburn? Friends, Auburn has the number two ranked basketball program in the country. They are a favorite to win the national championship, make it to the final four. This is Auburn who has more, has less basketball tradition than this podcast. You understand? Like less pedigree than us. That's Auburn. They went out and made a real hire at head coach. They committed to the basketball program. They weren't afraid to make difficult decisions, Josh Brooks. Oh, no. And and now they are winning basketball games, and they're doing it with our players. KD Johnson, how that's, you doing? That's that honestly doing the worst it. part of it. The worst part is we're an embarrassment. Tom Crean's still the coach, and it's just like the the man took and he took the belt off your pants, and then started beating you Beat with the you belt with that you wore to school. Like, what is going on? This is the most embarrassing thing in the world. I hate every bit of this. I would love to get, I got neck deep into Georgia basketball two years ago and I've rude the day ever since I did so because it's been an abject right. abomination. Okay. We're fire Tom cream. We're going to keep coming back to that. Let's talk about Jermaine Burton though. There we go. This was a surprise. This decision was a surprise to many. It was a surprise to me. I know it was a surprise to you. Yep. Um, what do you make of it? Clint, what do we make of this Jermaine Burton news? He's in the portal. We don't know where he's going to go. We don't know what's going to happen with him, but he's not going to be in Athens next year. Okay. Here's – I'm going to go big picture down to specifics for wide receivers at Georgia, and I'm going to hit Jermaine in between. Big picture is this. Guys, podcast listeners, guys and gals, there is zero, nothing in the world that will keep any player in a program any longer. There is no more sacred. There is no more holy. There is no more guarantee. The man was, won a national championship. He was injured. Yes, I get it. But he was featured in this offense as much as he wanted to. You go out and you perform. You get to play in a Todd Munkin system that aired the ball out. Guys, we aired the ball out as much as we could. He led the team in yards per catch on an average over 10 or something like that. Um, nothing. So big picture, uh, recruiting wise, like guys don't blame anybody for guys leaving. They can leave for any number of reasons. Okay. So that's yes. point one. Point two, uh, what it means for the wide receiver group guys. I, he's a great talent. I love Jermaine Burton and I hope him well, wherever he goes, we fine. Okay. Like guys, we fine. 
Did, we are. Did this? Did these names hit the portal or the draft uh, uh, roster? Kyrus Jackson? No. Don Blalock? No. Lad McConkey? No, he's back. Brock Bowers. I'm sorry. Why is there four fingers up on your hand? Why did you not? <laughs> I was I was burying the lead, Daniel. I'm burying yeah, I see the that. lead. Holy jeez. Everybody calm down. Okay, good on him. And then lastly, what it means, specifically for him, I think him and JT are going to reunite somewhere. I think he's a package deal mm. with JT, wherever they go. So you're going to get Lane a quarterback and wide receiver. Lane Kiffin, well, you're welcome. Um, have fun winning nine more games next year. Okay. I I don't, I don't know if I think nothing is sacred college football. If anyone transferred for any, I do think there were some, some, some factors. Okay. Some of which you mentioned, some of which you did it. I do think JT is a factor. I do think when Jermaine Burton looks at Stetson Bennett and JT Daniels and says, who is the quarterback most likely to get me drafted really high in the NFL draft? Then there's an answer to that question that he's made. Now, I'm not telling you that that's necessarily what I think or anyone else thinks or is true. I'm just telling you, I think that's probably a decision that he's made. Uh, wide receiver coach, Cortez. He's off that's to uh, to LSU for Brian Kelly. Um, Louisiana guy. We didn't talk about this on the podcast because we were dead. Uh, but um, Cortez gone. <clears throat> that's a big factor. Okay. It is. Questions about Todd Munkin and the and the overall offensive system. Okay, so now all of a sudden, if you're Jermaine Burton, you're not even 100% sure that you're coming back to the same offensive places, play caller. You don't know what kind of system is going to be run. And this guy's thinking one more year. He's one. And then I go get paid one more year. And so that's a lot of risks, right? No. You lose the quarterback that you think is your best fit for whatever reason. You lose your personal position coach that recruited you, that's been good to you, that has featured you in the offense. And you may dang well lose the guy calling the plays that featured you in the offense. And so this is a very big year for Jermaine Burton, and he wants to go somewhere where he can control the narrative, he can control the system, and he can feel like, He's in charge of his future. And listen, I don't blame him for that. None. That being said, yes, we're fine. It's a huge loss for Georgia. I'll just play the devil's advocate. It's a huge loss for Georgia. Especially next year's group. With with what he we is, had this year, we could, we could take yeah. somebody that had speed. Hopefully, Arian comes back full speed. <laughs> but we don't have another one of him. No, right? he's the best could. wide receiver coming back by a mile. Yes. Okay. The George Pickens, notwithstanding, like he's gone. Jermaine Burton was the only other dude of that caliber. Okay. I'm not saying that guys like McConkey and A.D. Mitchell and Kiaris Jackson and um, you know Marcus Roseme, if the, if next year is the year that he makes a step forward in his progression, I'm not saying those guys can't perform in an offense that could play very well. But there were no guys like Jermaine Burton. And now on the roster, there are no guys like Jermaine Burton. We have not necessarily recruited those guys as well as we have other positions. We have found some diamonds in the rough. And we're going to talk about when we come back next segment, 
Where does that leave the offense, Clint? It's going to be interesting, but first I want to let you know about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is a sportsbook expert. Dan and I use them quite often because we are degenerates mm-hmm. who love gambling and love sports betting. It's what we love to do. That's fair. It's, it's beyond fair. It describes us fairly accurately. Um, mm-hmm. But we love it. You should love it too. Betonline.ag. If you were with us all this last season, in season with sports betting, we made you a couple of bills betting on mm-hmm. games. Um, right now, you can get futures on Masters. You can get NBA action, which, by the way, just get into that jungle that is the NBA and God Ooh, rest your soul. Just a crazy, crazy mess over there. Betonline.ag, your sports book experts. Right now, all of our listeners that go over there, Put the promo code locked on is going to get a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars. You put a hundred dollars in, they're going to match a hundred dollars. You put fifty in, they're going to match fifty. See how it works? They just you put it in, they match it, and it's free money for you to go bet. Put promo code mm. locked on in the promo code at betonline.ag. Your sports book experts. All right, Clint. So no JT Daniels, gone. No Jermaine Burton, he gone. We know James Cook. And Zamir White heading off to the NFL. We know Jamari Sawyer, uh, Justin Schaefer, Schaefer yep. head, heading off uh, to the NFL. Um, by the way, Justin Schaefer, NFL future, right? 100%. 100%. Yeah, NFL future. Saw some, seen, seen some things. Questioning, wondering about that. I think I think this dude's absolutely going to make a team. He's, I think he's absolutely going to have a place. Um, rest of the offensive line, fairly stable. Young talent. It's going to be a prove-it year on the offensive line. We're fairly bullish on that group. Yes. Um, Kendall Milton, by the way, Ooh. it costs you a lot of money to learn this information, but he is he is transferring. Oh, no, wait. That's the paid information. The free in- – yes. If you pay, okay. you can learn that Kendall Milton is transferring. But but hold on, but, Daniel. But what if I was to tell you there's an app w- in which I could interact with his father and him, and, and okay. they say he's not because it's, guess what, them that's saying it. Oh, but that's free information? It's free information. You're saying it's Free. Free. Fascinating. All right. Well, the free yeah. information in this case fe- feels like it's a bit more reliable than the information that you pay for, which confuses me. It is. It's very confusing. <laughs> Kendall Milton coming back. Um, Kenny Mack coming back. Mm. Stetson Bennett coming back. Okay. Mm. We don't know the quarterback situation. Carson Beck, Brock Vandegrift, Gunnar Stockton. These are names at whatever the portal may bring. But – What's this offense going to look like, Clint? That's just a big picture question. What's the offense going to look like? And do the losses of guys like Jermaine and JT drastically impact your perception about what the Georgia offense could be next year? Um, doesn't change anything about my perception of what this offense can be because I've seen what this offense can be already with a majority of his players. I got Brock Bowers. I got Big O. I got... Eric Gilbert, all of a sudden, who's at a parade, he's got, I, I mean, there's, there's, I, I don't know what's happening, but the tight end room is stacked. The wide receivers are comp, I, again, Daniel, I don't know what to do with them. It's very odd to me. 
I'm feeling very weird. Um, and you're going to tell me that either I have a proven national championship veteran who beats out all these talented five stars. Okay, great. Or I have five stars that beat out a national championship winning quarterback. Like, like we're in the best case scenario for our quarterback room. Whoever wins that position, I know bona fide stud. And you're telling me I get a freshman kid who locked down one of the best edge defenders already in an Addy game coming back at tackle. I got another guy, Mims, who's already, I got McClendon. I got Van Pran. Th- just those, those three, four, if I'm including Mims. Yeah. I'm fine with the offensive line. I've already seen what our running backs can give in a game. I- I'm very high on this offense, just like last year when you and I came out and we said, this could be the best defense we've ever seen at UGA. Certainly better than years prior, the couple of years prior with Roquan and like all of a sudden that hit. I think this year it's flipped for me. I think the defense is going to be adequate, but all of a sudden now I'm looking at this offense. I'm going, we could be better than this year offense, even with the loss of Jorge, even with the loss of Zeus and Cook. I'm beyond bullish and confident. Yeah, I'll say this. The quarterback for Georgia next year is going to run. So that, and he's going to run by design. That's what's going to happen next year. I think the running back group as a unit is going to be better next year than it was this year. And that's a lot because we, that's our two best leaders. Now there are things (laughs) that are very difficult to quantify in terms of replacing. And leadership is one of them. And you saw that with the 2017 team and the 2018 team, okay? Because the 2018 team had plenty of talent. But you know what it didn't have? It didn't have Nick and Sony and Lorenzo and Roquan. Mm. It, it, okay, the 2018 team was missing some, some leaders. And so <clears throat> I know who's going to replace Zamir's carries. Yep. I know who's going to replace... James Cook's catches out of the backfield. But I don't know who's going to replace that leadership on the offensive side of the ball. Yet another reason, I think Stetson Bennett coming back is huge. I really do. I think it's a huge thing for the team. But this is going to be a tight end feature. Like the the tight ends are going to catch the ball. I mean, I don't know. Why do you think Jermaine transferred? Like, why do you think he's leaving? Because he, he sees the writing on the wall. He sees all these giant, enormous, fast men that are running with him and warmups. And he's like, I, what do I do? How do I, how do I stop that? Um, r- really quick, um, as we're talking about this running offense, as we're talking about the leadership from it, something that's really interesting to me, the, the biggest key piece that's going to be missing, not talent-wise, not numbers of carries, but for us, we called it the death march. Kirby death march. Mm. And you saw it in the national championship game when the offensive linemen were just, they were hungrier than hungry to pile on, to push Zeus. Zeus's best carries were eight yards, not 25 yards. Not they are eight yeah. yards and they were part of the death march that, that takes leadership. That takes instinct. That takes a lot. It's not just talent. Okay. That takes a lot of grit, determination, all that stuff. That's what's going to be yeah. missing from the offensive line and from the running backs. Um, and I am questionable about that. As well, but yeah, to, to your point, exactly right. This is a this is Brock Bowers' big O, like 
Those are your featured guys. Which is why, again, I mentioned in the last segment, but you're going to read a lot of stories because people need content and people are going to write things, whatever. <laughs> you're going to read a lot of stories about Marcus Roseman, Jack Saint, and this is his year to step up and he's finally healthy and all those things. And listen, I'm not disputing any of those factors. I just don't know if a big-bodied wide receiver really has much. I don't know if there's that many catches available for him on this team because those those dudes are already accounted for, and they're bigger, and they're stronger, and they're faster than than those wide receivers. I think you're going to see a heavy dose of Big O, Brock Bowers, uh, Oscar Delt, I think you're going to see a heavy dose of next year. And then I think you sprinkle in these little guys. Lad McConkey, A.D. Mitchell, Kiaris Jackson. Like, there's your offense, fellas. Like, and, and you know what? And let's roll with it. More. More. Give me more. Give me more of that. Uh, we are very high on this team, regardless of what happens, because with the national championship winning Bulldogs and we have Kirby Smart and all the talent that he's brought in, and nothing can bring Is he me gonna down. transfer? Is he nope. gonna transfer Kirby Smart? No. By the way, no. just he- just so you guys understand this. Just just I fire Tom Crean. Yes and amen <laughs> and all day, twice on Sunday. But as a dog fan, start telling your children to learn the name Kirby Smart because when they go to college in 16 yep. years. Kirby Smart's still going to be there, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, like he he's got his dream job, and he's already he's at the he's at Everest, and he's not coming down. Mm-hmm. Like, hunker in. We yeah. here. We'll be here. We'll, yeah, we'll be here for a, for a while. Uh, all right. Uh, speaking of being here, we'll be here all week next week. So come on back, join us. Uh, we got a lot more to talk about about this University of Georgia team, and um, we'll have it all for you next week on YouTube and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you find us. See ya. See ya.